Hi TikTokers, this is Josh, also known as Ginger Marketer, and welcome back to another episode of TikTok Talks. In this episode, I caught up with my friend and fellow marketer, Ali. We discuss how he's using TikTok and other social media channels to drive new leads to his business. We also dive deeper into content creation ideas and how you can use specific key pillars for success. Hi, Ali. Thank you for joining the podcast. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Josh, for, for having me. Looking forward to our conversation. I, I guess I'll just start by just tell all of the listeners who you are. Introduce yourself. I'm pretty sure they're going to be excited to learn more about you. Yeah, so my kind of interesting background, I, um, I'm, I'm born and raised in Pakistan. Right now, I live in Dallas, Texas. And what I do right now, I make this intro like short. I run um, a couple of different things. I run a digital agency called iSocialU. This is where we work with different clients uh, with their social media campaigns, lead generation, and we manage like different channels for them, Facebook, Instagram, and now like these days, TikToks as well. Um, and in addition to that, I create a lot of uh, my own content. And I think that's how we connected um, on like content creation on TikTok, YouTube. Uh, and the third thing that I do, I'm super active, um, is teach online courses. So not many people know, but I do have a bunch of online courses that I created uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I do right now in my business. And how long have you been using TikTok to help support? You, you sound like a, a very a very experienced marketer. I know from your profile and from previous discussions we've had that. You're very experienced, very wise head uh, when it comes to marketing. When was the time where you joined TikTok and actually saw that this is a big opportunity to really improve what you're currently doing with your other marketing channels for your business? Yeah, so great question, Josh. The first thing I think our, our common mutual friend, shout out to Michael. Um, he, I think last year, I want to say probably October or maybe November, like th that time frame, so he created that Facebook group for, for TikTok. And I was, I think I was the first like five people or 10 people that he invited. So that was, you know, I kind of knew about TikTok before that, but I didn't, I didn't like, you know, took it seriously. Um, I was like, oh, just, it's just another platform. But then when I saw, you know, him talking about TikTok and a couple of other friends, then I was like, okay, let me actually create some content. Let me put some content. And in the beginning, I was just repurposing my, Instagram content on TikTok. And that was my mistake number one. I, I learned from that. Um, but then, you know, what happened was once I started creating consistent content on TikTok, I realized how the organic reach was really high. And not just that, I think it's a, people don't realize it's a very different platform from we're used to like Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and, you know, in uh, the TikTok, uh, TikTok now. But TikTok is a very different platform as far as the content consumption is. Um, so I kind of got addicted to, to creating content on TikTok. So for me, the shift was instead of creating content on Instagram and then repurposing on other platforms, the shift was I started creating content on TikTok and then repurpose on other platforms. But going back to your question, that's how I got familiar with TikTok and creating content. In, in the um, end of January or February, I think I was probably, if I'm not mistaken, like three or four months into TikTok, and people like started reaching out to me. People started consuming my TikTok, but then they would go to my Instagram or LinkedIn and they would send me questions. They'd be like, hey, we consumed your TikTok and we want to learn more. 
Do you offer coaching? Can we, uh, you know, sign up for your consulting services? Or how do you, like, they started asking me about my consulting or agency services. So that was the time when I started taking more seriously. Because before that, I was like, oh, it's a fun platform. Let's just create some content and have fun. But then once I realized, oh, there are a lot of people here, there's business value. I can educate people and then convert them into like business leads. That happened probably at the end of January or like beginning of February. So sorry for the long answer, but I wanted to kind of give you and everyone the, the context, uh, the background of uh, the TikTok journey. That's fine. And and how you mentioned that there was kind of like a few mistakes that you made along when you first started TikTok as coming from other marketing channels. I, I know you've got a really big following on Instagram and YouTube and it's kind of adapting that content. How... How long did it take to learn, okay, this is this content isn't going to work on TikTok and how long did it take you to really start adjusting your content and what kind of things really started to work well for you when you started adjusting your content? Was it watch time? Was it the actual value you were given? What certain elements really worked well on TikTok that didn't work maybe as well as on other platforms? Yeah, so the... It was really quick and actually kind of my, my background is I, I created a lot of content and even before TikTok, I was creating content on Quora, then LinkedIn and somewhat on like Facebook. Those were like my top channels as far as the content creation is. So my first sort of like on TikTok, I was like, okay, let me repurpose. Let me put my like Instagram content there and see what happens. But then right away, I think I, I, probably like a couple of weeks, I realized it's a very, the audience on TikTok it's sort of like very like a, a native and the, the consumption habits are different. Instagram content is like more the business, the student tie, the more like professional TikTok content is like more in the moment, more like raw, more like behind the scene, more like authentic. So I saw like the, I was repurposing my content from Instagram and I was like, it's not really doing as well on TikTok as if I just kind of open the TikTok app and create something in the moment. Like if I thought of something and I want to educate or answer a question that one of my students has. So looking at the, the watch time was like the first indication. I saw people, if I, whenever I shared a repurpose content on TikTok, it wasn't doing that well. And then whenever I was creating in the app, it was actually performing much better. And I was looking at my analytics or the, the watch time and actually the views too in the beginning. So that's how I kind of, I saw, oh, so if I do want to be successful on TikTok, the repurpose content on, um, you know, from other channels is not going to, and actually, you know, one, one other thing, Josh, the, the concept or the mindset of repurposing content, it actually came from Instagram. Because, you know, on Instagram, there are a lot of like theme pages. There are a lot of like hobby pages and what they do is we repurpose content and actually I own a lot of those pages as well. We repurpose content from other sources on our account and it performs really well or it used to perform really well. And that kind of concept did not work on, on TikTok. So once I, um, I saw that, oh, it's not working, then I was like, okay, let me just create native content. Then I stopped, you know, using any outside tool using any outside content on TikTok and I started creating like native content. It was just a matter of, you know, a couple of weeks and realizing, oh, this experiment is not going to work on TikTok. Was there a time in TikTok, I know you've got over 100,000 followers, was there a time when a certain video essentially like had that big explosion or is your approach very much more consistent and you're kind of getting those consistent views? I think for me, consistency is key. I find it hard to get that big explosion of followers like a lot of other followers get. But was there kind of like a big moment when everything just clicked for TikTok and you got loads of engagement? 
or has it been a steady process since you joined the platform? So it has been more steady, more like consistent approach. And my my kind of approach to just to content creation to build a personal brand is a little a little different. I what I tell people is if you want to build your personal brand, your business brand, what you obviously want to pick a channel, you you want to pick a channel that 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 has your target audience. And then you want to pick a channel that, you know, the target audience engaged. But the biggest thing you want to do is pick something that's easy for you to do. And the reason for that is people give up because they don't continue doing that thing. You know, podcasting is successful. YouTube is successful. A lot of people crush on LinkedIn. So everything works. The real question is what's going to work for you? So I was really like, once I started kind of enjoying the, the TikTok content creation and me like showing up on the platform and answering questions and helping, I stopped looking at, you know, for, for a major part, I didn't look, care about the numbers. I didn't care about the views. I was like, I'm just going to stay up, uh, show up consistently, create content in my way, what's easy for me to do. And then the platform, the organic reach and the everything else were like taken care of. So I focused on uh, from very beginning just on the consistency and doing content. That's why if you look at my and actually now there are a lot of people who are educating kind of similar to, you know, the my content as well. But in the beginning, there were very most of the content was focused on you know entertainment and pranks and the trends. There were very few channels like me where we were trying to like educate people in like micro you know, 15 second or 16 second. Now there are a lot of channels, but I just mm. focused on what I was good at staying consistent with it. Some videos do well, even today, a lot of videos, they don't do well, um, but some do like pop. I did have, you know, three or four videos that hit like million views uh, in like a, you know, short amount of time. But for me, going back to your question, it was very different. I didn't look at the platform as a, oh, let's try to kind of do a one hit wonder, um, try to create viral videos. I looked at, hey, can I, use this platform to educate my audience and once the answer was yes i was like okay i'm going to be consistent no matter what so my goal on it's funny um you know a lot of people have goals of 50k 100k 1 million um and that's great you know if that goal works for you that's awesome my goal is no day without a tiktok video that was like my goal so i'm gonna i'm more like a goals uh, based on the process not goals based on the result kind of guy and I think as, as a fellow marketer, being in the game and, I mean, working in sales, I work in affiliate sales and a strong background in affiliate marketing, it is very much goal-based. What is the reason? I think once you find the true reason why you're on the platform, kind of making content and working towards that goal just makes things a lot easier because you've got mm -hmm. focus, you know exactly where you're heading and you know how mm -hmm kind of learn on the way you can kind of test different things to get to you, your goal but you've always got that goal as the end um, and the goal is always shifting obviously like you, you reach the goal but you're going to always kind of be making mini goals along the way and you know we as marketers we always kind of set new goals for us but it's what I think a lot of people struggle with when it comes to TikTok is there's no direction so I know we link with regards to like finding a niche how important it is on the platform and it's because it links to a goal. If your goal is to have fun, yeah, that's fine. Have fun with it. But if your goal as a young entrepreneur, which is the perfect time for it at the moment, to be a young entrepreneur, I mean, it's, it's never been easier to set up a company, start selling products. You've got your Ebays, your Etsys. I mean, you've got your Shopify. You can, you can start running ads for dollars a day. And if you hit the right mm -hmm. target, you do all your research, it's fine. But with regards yeah. to content, the content creation side, so... I guess this has kind of got like two questions. So 
the first one at the moment, how do you find ideas for your content that you're posting not only on TikTok, but on other platforms also? Mm-hmm. So the for me, it's very and I <laughs> very simple. What I do is almost like more, 100% of my content is me answering questions. And those questions come from, so I have, I do teach online courses and I have over 100,000 students now. I crossed 100,000 just a couple of months ago. So I get tons and tons of questions from my, from my students. So what I do is, you know, sometimes it's, I take that question and turn that into, into a content. So that becomes my TikTok video and even like my YouTube video. So my content strategy is very simple. Take questions I get from people, from my students and then turn it into like a, a short, uh, as short as possible, 15 seconds, 30 seconds in some cases, that's like my my content. And then the, my, my goal really is don't miss a day. So don't have a day when you I don't create content. That's really my, and that's more, it's not really like a based on a, uh, a number, like I wanna hit 150K or, you know, 250K or 1 million. It's more, if I'm consistent and I'm paying attention to the data, which I do, then everything else will, will kind of like, you know, fall into the, into the place for me to move forward. Because a lot of time what happens is the mistake I see people make is, oh, I have a, a goal of, uh, I want to have my 1 million followers. Great, awesome goal. But then they don't take, they forget that it's not just about the big goal. It's about the small, consistent steps, um, the effort that you put in every single day that makes you, that shows, uh, that turns into progress and progress turns into momentum. And the momentum, uh, you know, takes you to wherever you want to go. So going back to your, you know, your question, my, uh, my content strategy is very simple. I take questions that I get from my students and turn those questions into, into my content on, uh, on TikTok and other channels. And I think that's important when we talk around how content can be worked across other channels. So you will post a short video. The way I see it is TikTok is like a mini YouTube in the sense that it piques interest. And here's, you've got the mm-hmm. short version. If you follow me on YouTube, go ahead. I mean, it's my, my structure from my, my YouTube, which I am launching soon, is that, for example, I've got a video, how to go live on TikTok. I'm not going to record um, three, four minutes worth of content on TikTok because it's not going to get the attention. It's not going to get the yep. views. I much prefer to direct people over to YouTube and it's going to explain in context why you should go live. And it's going to answer those questions that people ask in the comments and the beauty of TikTok is like such a high social engagement. Like there's no other, it's quite rare as a very small creator to get hundreds of likes, hundreds of comments, shares, and they're answering all the questions that you need to be answered. So I could say how to go live on TikTok and I can have five questions from my followers. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. How many followers do I need? That's one I can cover in my YouTube. So I think it's very important when we talk around with what's going on with things in TikTok, how people should not just be throwing all their eggs into one basket with TikTok, which kind of like leads me on to my next question. Like, how are you building your following on TikTok, but how are you transitioning those followers across to all of your other channels and all of your other content? What strategy are you using that's working really well for you? Yes, so um, the the specific strategy that I'm using, I think um, it's, it's, you know, it's similar to, so it's the same strategy that works on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, like any channel. So I tell people the way, if you want to build a business, there are three steps that you need, and I call it A, B, and C. So A is attract, B is build, and C is convert. So attract the right people, build uh, a relationship with them, and then convert them to do business with you. And by the way, that's the same process. So forget TikTok, forget social media. 
it's the same process that we have used as humans since Stone Age. So we meet people, then we do coffee with them, and then we do business with them. It's a three-step process. So what people forget is, oh, it's it's Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. It's gonna, I'm gonna just gonna show up and tell people to buy my products and they're gonna buy it. So no, you gotta follow those three steps in that order. Now, specifically, what I do is um, when I a lot of times uh, the call to action that I use is I'm moving people from TikTok to uh, YouTube because my goal really is to not treat TikTok as a, a channel which is going to convert into because when people uh, hire me my agency services they they pay me several thousand dollars um worth of like services per month and sometimes like for many for six months contract or like one year contract the lifetime value of a customer for me is 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 big so what i want people to do is so get familiar with me on TikTok if you do like it then go one level deep. There's a link in my bio, which I actually use and shout out a lot in my videos. It's to my YouTube. So what I want people to do is follow my TikTok, go to my, my YouTube and get more education. Because on TikTok, I might you know try to educate you uh, in like 15 seconds or 30 seconds or 60 seconds at the max. But once you go on, on my YouTube, then I have videos that are in like more in depth, like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, sometimes even like 20 minutes. So that's kind of like the funnel that I'm using. I'm I want to educate people on TikTok. If they do like it, then the next step for them is to go to YouTube and get more, you know, get more education from me. And if they feel like, oh, this guy actually knows his stuff, we can potentially work with him. We can potentially hire him. They already know. The, the funny thing is, a lot of times we don't have to tell people, hey, email me or go to my website. They know how to find you. So once people know, it's so funny that... Um, in the beginning, the, the coaching clients I was getting from TikTok, I didn't have any call to action. I wasn't offering any consulting services. They knew once they trusted me, they knew, oh, we can go to his LinkedIn or his Instagram and send him a message. So people know what the next step is once you have built A and B with them, which means attracted, attract the right people and build a relationship with them. So that's something that people, a lot of people forget that, oh, we, we have to focus on converting people now. That's step number three. And, and if you do A and B right, you actually sometimes you don't have to do B, uh, C. People will, once they like you and they know you and trust you, they would want to do business with you and they will find your website. They will find your Instagram. They will find your LinkedIn and they will send you a message and ask you, this is what we need help with. How can we work together? So long answer, but going back to your question, uh, my sort of like funnel process on TikTok is the goal for my TikTok is educate people as best as I can and you know, short form content. The next step for them is to move on to my YouTube or actually my Instagram and get more, you know, go more deep with me. There's no conversion to call to action. Now, once they go to my YouTube or my uh, uh, Instagram, then they're like conversion call to action. But on my TikTok, primarily, I don't use any conversion call to action. And I think, I think call to actions work really well on TikTok and follow me, tag this person, comment. And it, they're so powerful. Like call to actions, we all know have got super high power on TikTok because once people start doing it, it's that social proof. Like, some, I, if I tell people to comment and 100 people comment, when people see that other people have commented, they're more likely to comment as well. In terms of yeah. then, with regards to you, you mentioned that you get lots of leads from different channels. Do you mm -hmm. find that you get a lot more leads come from YouTube posted directly mm -hmm. from TikTok? Yeah, so what's happening right now is... Um, 
for my agency service, when people want to like hire me for, for like coaching or um, like a strategy session for an hour or two, it's actually coming from TikTok now. So what happens is the, the, the path that people are following naturally, they'll consume my content on TikTok and maybe multiple videos and they feel like, oh, this guy knows his stuff. So we want to talk to him. They, but instead of sending me message on TikTok, they go to either Instagram or LinkedIn and then send me messages there. So as far as the business leads, actually my most of my uh, strategy session uh, leads are coming from TikTok. Now my agency client leads are actually coming from LinkedIn. So those are the two channels that are working really well for me. Um, my YouTube is, is a little different because the focus on my YouTube is like massive content education and some like affiliate marketing I'm doing. Um, so what I'm realizing is most of the people, and also the reason people go to YouTube is to because they're stuck in uh, at something they want to how do i create facebook ad for xyz how do i install my facebook pixel how do i do a do it on uh tiktok how do i use hashtags on tiktok so the when people go to tiktok their mindset is a little different they're more like a diy um, they want to learn something and quickly like implement and then uh put that into action and see if they get any results or not so i'm not getting as many leads for for my business from youtube uh, but I'm obviously getting like uh, affiliate marketing leads or the YouTube views that are working for me. Um, but most of my strategy session leads are coming from TikTok because that's where I put most of my content. Most of my agency leads are coming from LinkedIn because that's a more like a B2B platform. So how do, so I'm just trying to figure out, so how people contact you on TikTok, is it just direct message or is there a link to a contact email address? What's for someone for someone like I guess like a young entrepreneur, a young master who's looking to generate leads, how mm -hmm. would they use TikTok? What's the a good method to use TikTok to make yourself contactable? Is it an email in your bio? Is it a lead magnet? Is it just having oh. allowing people to directly message you in app? Got it, got it. So the way what I described earlier is the method that I'm using. Um, it's intentional that from TikTok, I want them to go to YouTube. That's very intentional and purple. That's what I want them to do. But going back to, I think the question, if anyone's starting out, if you want to convert TikTok followers to lead, use that link in a bio. So what I would do is I would put in uh, like some kind of compelling offer in that link in a bio. So you can use like a landing page uh, and put, put an offer there and then drive people to that offer. And that way, you, you can convert your TikTok followers into the leads. So that's the kind of, the, if anyone starting out or anyone who wants to convert their their followers from TikTok into like business lead, that's what, one thing you do have to remember that your offer, whatever you offer you uh, incentive or offer you put in front of people, that has to be relevant to your business because otherwise your the leads you, you will get, they may not be relevant to you as far as doing businesses, right? So, but what I would do is step number one, come up with a compelling offer. Step number two, put that offer on a landing page. Step number three, put the link of that landing page in your TikTok bio. And then step number four, use your live content on TikTok and also your feed videos to promote that link in the bio uh, content, uh, link in the bio offer. So that's the, uh, anyway, any, anyone wants to convert leads from TikTok, that's a process that I would follow. Now, the reason I do it a little bit different, I don't have an offer because my, my the path I want people to follow, I'm actually making them making it difficult for them to reach me. And the reason for that is that's that's a that's a way for me to qualify people. So I'm using like a qualification criteria. I'm making it difficult for them to get in touch with me. 
So that's why I'm not using the, but again, it's also different phases. Sometimes I am running a campaign and I might, I used to on my Instagram, I used to have a link in the bio where people would click, put their email and get like five uh, latest like Instagram growth hacks. So it was a different campaign or different purpose behind it. Um, and what I'm doing right now on TikTok is a little different. I want them to go from TikTok to my YouTube to consume more educa uh, educational content. But going back to, I think if you want to convert the TikTok followers into leads, those that's the, the four-step process that I would, you know, implement or I would recommend. And I think it's a, a good marketing method to be pushing your exclusive. You need, to, it's going to be people to find, hard to find you, but they're going to feel like, hey, I've actually worked to get hold of this guy and it's taken me a while. If, for example, like, you're not going to be plastering your email and everything everywhere. They're going to have to put the work in because, and that's going to, be, that's for you going to qualify. Okay, you found me. Um, and yeah, I mean, as like really experienced marketers, it, it shouldn't be that we work with everyone and anyone. It We need to qualify and we need to be working with the right people because, you know, sometimes yeah. it's not about the money because the lifetime value of these customers are going to have that deep interest. It's always around like lifetime value and they could sign up to a course, but, you want someone that's going to sign up to 10 of your other courses, for example, that's the, that's yeah. the ideal customer for you, not mm -hmm. someone that's going to just buy one course because it's good to have one course, but the, that value might be a hundred dollars versus someone who over the space of 10 years could spend $50 with uh, $50,000, for example. Yeah. So it's Great point. You know, one thing I'll, I'll kind of add, it's a really, really good point that you mentioned. Um, a lot of times we feel like, um, Hey, Person XYZ, you know, we look at someone and we're like, hey, that person is doing something and we'll just copy their strategy. We'll just copy their their tactic. And what happens, it doesn't work for us, right? So I think that's something we got to keep in mind that um, not everything is going to work for every single person. So you have to, yeah, do learn, do look at other people, learn from, you know, what's working for them, but always, always, always apply it to your context, right? So if, you know, if the goal is to build an email list fast and you have products that you want to promote in your email list, maybe you have e-commerce products, then yeah, you want to build your email list as soon as, uh, I mean, as fast as possible. But if the goal is to, you know, something else, the goal is to sell courses, then it's a different strategy. If the goal is to sell like, a, you know, services, higher ticket services, then it's a different strategy. So, that's a one mistake a lot of people make is they see someone doing implementing a strategy they read their video uh, blog post or they look at their video and they do the, the exact they copy the exact same strategy and then they realize oh this doesn't work for me but well, of course it's not going to work for you because the context the situation of the person you copied it from is totally different from your context and your situation so really good point i wanted to emphasize that that um, do you you know take strategy learn from other people but always 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 apply it to your situation, your context, and then test it, experiment it, and then do what the data tells you. Follow the data. I completely agree. Data testing is what everyone should be doing. And I mean, the analytics on TikTok have got a long way to go to meet up with kind of like the YouTubes, the Facebooks, and the Instagram, even the LinkedIn. Now the LinkedIn analytics is pretty good. But it's getting there, and I think there's certain key factors within the analytics that are going to help us drive how we can better build our content and find the success, specifically around kind of like the watch time, the shares, uh, the countries, yeah. the gender, certain things. Um, but, yeah. Ali, it's been great having you on the podcast this week. I want to kind of end it on just 
if you had one piece of advice, uh, mm-hmm. a golden tip that you would give for budding entrepreneurs, budding marketers that are just starting out and starting to use social media, most specifically TikTok, to start marketing their business or the surface, what's the kind of goal that you share with them? So, you know, to, to me, Josh, I think everything comes down to, uh, you know, being consistent. Because if you look at someone who's being successful or someone who's not, and then campaigns that are successful and campaigns that are not, the common thing there is like consistency. So what I would tell people is, you know, anyone listening or watching live is stay stay consistent. So, and then the ne- obviously the next question, that's easier said than done, right? The so next question is, um, how do you stay consistent, right? So my formula, my advice there is do what's easy and natural for you. Don't try to copy other people because that's when you, you're looking outward. You try to copy other people, you're not looking inside. So how you stay consistent is by looking inside and doing things that are more natural to you, staying in your, in, in your zone of genius is what I call it. That's how you stay consistent. And going back to, to your question, my advice to people who are building their brands on social media, um, and whether if it's TikTok, awesome. TikTok is a place to be at for business, for personal brands. A lot of people still think it's for teenagers and pranks, and I, I disagree with that. I think there's a lot of data. You know this. You create educational content. I know this. I create educational content. We know tons of people who create educational content, and they're driving like leads and even like sales from TikTok. And we were even even if you're not driving leads and sales by just consuming the comments, you can tell that you're getting in front of the right people. You're not attracting that's a teenager. So do, you know, if you pick uh, TikTok as your marketing platform, uh, awesome. But then my advice to you is stay consistent with it. I think for any marketers, young entrepreneurs, anyone looking to get into business uh, and really kind of drill down on using TikTok as a business platform to really start driving leads, sales, anything that they're kind of looking at, I think that just summed up everything. It was a perfect response. So hopefully from this, we've helped to inspire some budding young entrepreneurs out there. But thank you, Ali, for joining me on the podcast. It's been great having you. Thank you for having me. Thank you again to Ali for joining me on the podcast. It was great to learn more about how seasoned marketers are using TikTok to drive sales to their business. Make sure that you subscribe into the podcast for your local streaming service. And I'll catch you in the next episode.